Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. This is the first time we are without a regular USA drag race programming, and to that we say, fuck you, xenophobia, let's go to Holland. <laughs> we also talk about some cults, some planes, some lassos revolving around this dude named Ted. I don't know, I haven't watched it, and that is a point of contention, you will find out, but... We've got a lot of joy, we've got a lot of laughs, and a lot of recognition about the world as a whole, which is like, you know, here for now. Anyway, dive on in, and we hope you enjoy this episode of Takes All Over the Place. Amazing. I'm an Eeyore that gets her homework done. You know what? Yeah, you are. Eeyore's not a bad thing. Just like, you're like, you're sorry, you're a capybara. I am a piglet with an Eeyore rising. Thank you very much. Hmm. I know what I am. <laughs> I think I'm a poo with a ticker wing. You are not a poo by any chance, by any stretch of the imagination. Why? I never wear pants. Are you a poo? <laughs> I never wear pants. Okay, once again, this is not an episode of New Girl. Like, what do you call it when you're when you have a shirt, no pants, or like Winnie the Pooh, any bear except for Yogi? Um. <laughs> what character am I then? Am I Christopher Robin? These two put together. Christopher oh Robin my God, is I... not an option. You are the rabbit. If you call me a heffalump or a woozle, I'm gonna freak out. Okay, neither one of those are archetypes. You are the rabbit with a winged tigger. And a winged piglet. That's fair. I think I'm more of a piglet, though, because she's she's very fearful. Yes, but piglet is afraid and knows she's afraid. The rabbit is terrified of everything, but thinks he knows everything. <laughs> so that's me? I don't. I don't get it. Doesn't track for me. If anyone's Let poo on this damn podcast, it's Emma. Who? You, Emma, you're poo. I'm a I poo. am poo. Yeah. Who's yeah, a nine? She's a piece of shit. <laughs> what? It looks like you guys are fisting, which is fine. <laughs> More new girl references. Five people going out together, dating fists. <laughs> yeah, I got to stop watching New Girl. I really, like, legitimately have watched it way too many times now. Have you been watching it recently again? Whenever I just can't watch anything. And if you'll let me get through my list at some point of the amazing amount of content I've absorbed this week. You're like, when was the five minutes you had to watch New Girl? Oh, I found it. I mean, I'm working like four jobs right now. I don't know what is going on. I am waking up at rising at 3.30 and staying up, so. When are you going to bed? Mm-hmm. Two? 11.45. 12. Gross. Sorry. Thank, Thank you. You, <laughs> you make me sick. Um, yeah, I've also, well, I've still been sleeping a fair bit. I've just also been having to go to this damn thing called work. Are you fucking kidding me? It just keeps happening. Anything fun happened to you this week, Julie? No, lots of great TV, though. Yeah, I was writing, like, out what I watched, and I was like, well, this is a really tough week. Seeing all those healthcare workers exhausted and then having to demand people to save each other by getting the vaccine. It's just been... Tough, you know, and then there was this little 9-11. I'm looking around Instagram looking for pictures of dogs, and I got to watch the building blow up. I'm like, ah! 
I so when I said fun, I'm confused I'm where the there. misunderstanding happened. No. But then I was like, well, at least there's a lot of amazing Julie content available this week. It has been cults, multi-level marketing schemes, more <laughs> cults. This week has been magic. So Lula Rich is a documentary on Amazon Prime about Lula Ro. You guys know what that is? Yes. No. No? So it's a <laughs> leggings company that turned into a multi-level Allow marketing scheme. Allow me to scheme. tell you. Okay. So originally, these horrible people, so they're originally more, well, they are Latter-day Saints. People call them Mormons. She had seven children before she met him. They end up having 14. Two of them married each other, but they're not related by blood. <laughs> Almost all my tweets of the week are about LuLaRoe, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. It's just, I mean, I, 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 yeah, this woman like was selling leggings. They don't say leggings. They say the leggings. Wait, this is and Lululemon? No, Lou LaRoe. Why are they the same? Why do you think? <laughs> Mormons. So they're trying to make it sound like Lululemon and they're making like mm. leggings. And originally the product, I guess, was really good. They were like buttery soft and made for everybody. And you'd sell them like at a Tupperware party, right? Um, but the difference is, is that you're, the real way you made money was to recruit other people. So it's a pyramid scheme, right? So the yeah. people at the top are making millions. If you go 13 down rounds, that's everybody on the planet. So it's just yeah. not possible. And so the definition of an MLM, which you learned from this documentary, or from a pyramid scheme, is when you're making the money not off of a product, right? So if we just started a pyramid scheme, which we should think about, because <laughs> we, we could be at the top. So if each of us said, let's get somebody to donate $100, right? And then each of us get two people under us and we get 10%, blah, blah, blah. So they're like, it's not a pyramid scheme. We're selling a product. So then the attorney general shows the chart how much money they made from this one couple, made from getting people underneath them, $1.4 million. How much they made selling the jeggings, negative 1000 So, Thanks. yeah, but you still can't stop them. Oh, it's so it's just, I don't know why it makes me so happy. I'm not alone because people have been tweeting about it all weekend. Just like, oh. I, mean, I was so like, satisfying. no, Julie, you have us and our listeners. I don't know what it is about multi-level marketing schemes and cults that just make me happy. Turns out there's another Elizabeth Holmes podcast by John Root, the guy who wrote the book. Oh my God, it's so good. I'm just learning and learning and learning and learning. My favorite so things good. about MLMs is that it's sort of like when you scratch a dog on the base of its tail and they make that mlum, mlum, mlum face. Multi-level marketing. Also, this was the most fun part of my week. Julie and I got to watch our dearest Emma compete. Not compete. Well, it, if it was a competition you would have won out of all of them, except the instructor. She was good. Um, but in a synchronized swimming event showcase, it was absolutely delightful. Could you hear me screaming? I could not. Oh, that's devastating. I was screaming so loud. Everyone was like, Cincinnati's trying to record. And I was number like, number one okay. adult synchronized swim team. Adult makes it sound like sexy. And don't get me Only wrong. Only to it was you. Adult, adult, adult content, adult, adult films. We are grown people. people. Yeah, you're the rhinestones. <laughs> You glitter with gold. <laughs> it, was it was really good. good. Did, did you find him? I did, yeah. That was great. <laughs> it was fun to be out. It's fun to dance and swim with friends. It was very uh, confusing to do it in the dark. <laughs> you know when you do a thing uh, in a certain way, like usually sober and in daylight at a certain time of day, and then you try and do it at night, and you're like, oh, nothing makes sense anymore. <laughs> it felt a little like that, but 
It looked great. I told you, you guys made super impressive lines and the pivoting was really cool. You're like, wow, that's impressive. Good job. How did the tennis turn out? So, oh my fucking God, it's been an absolute treat, a joy, a wonder. So, I'm a Raducanu, who is... Bless you. What? I'm a Raducanu, who was Bless you. born What's in... Okay, I am literally going to yeet my entire laptop out of a window. Um, I'm a Raducanu. I'm going to literally jump off a bridge. That was Emma that time. I didn't I say I know. Anything. Collectively, you two are really testing my patience. So, Emma Raducanu... Thank you. She won the U.S. Open, 18 years old, amazing, super incredible tennis talent. Two months ago, she was ranked outside of the top 300, and now, by virtue of winning the U.S. Open, is right outside of the top 20. First qualifier, male or female, to ever advance in a major to the final round and win. Absolutely bonkers. And then playing against Layla Fernandez, who is such a delight, only 19, turned 19 during the tournament who is just such a fighter, so skilled. It was like, one of this is the one of the most, this is, I think, my favorite tournament, except for every single one that Kim Kleisters has won. And that's just personal bias. By and large, this has been such a true treat of a tournament. And then there was a tweet, I don't know if this is real, but I'm choosing to believe it is. Andy Roddick tweeted um, like a screen grab, and Piers Morgan was super critical of Emma Raducanu when she withdrew from her round of 16 match at Wimbledon, presumably with a panic attack, and like wasn't able to continue. And he was like, you know, fuck this, fuck her, she needs to do better. She's like, the pressure's gotten to us, she'll never be a champion. And then someone purportedly asked Emma what she thought of the comments from Piers Morgan, and she was like, I don't know who she is. I'm sorry, I'm not aware. So I don't think that's real, but I so wish it is. But it's just amazing for tennis and this global sport having two such endearing, amazing, strong, courageous players that are so young, performing so well. And just like Emma Raducanu, born in Canada, obviously represents United Kingdom. And her mom is Chinese, so she speaks Mandarin Chinese. And her dad is Romanian. Then you got Leila Fernandez, who speaks English, French, and Spanish. It's just, it's amazing. Her mom's from the Philippines. Her dad's from Central America. It's just beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to see. And then the men were also there. Who won the men's? So that was Medvedev. Oh, not so the, the uh, other guy didn't win all Yeah, that. so Djokovic was going for the calendar year Grand Slam, which has not been accomplished since the late 60s by one Rod Laver in the open era. And then he just did not play well, and Medvedev was the perfect foil. And I've never been a huge Djokovic fan, um, and that continued in this match when I rooted against him. <laughs> and the US it's been a fucking blast. The end, though, right? Like, it's this is it. Yeah, no, the world's ending. So it's I mean, over. until the Australian, this is the last Grand Slam. Correct, yeah. And who knows if the Australian's going to happen, because they're actually still doing lockdowns and shit over there. Good for them. Right? I know. Here it's like, please, won't you get a vaccine? It's for free. <laughs> Not sure who you turned into right there, but... Rebel Wilson from Bridesmaids. Oh. It's for free. Clearly. I, no, it's like somebody from the Munsters or... <laughs> who is it, Emma? I like the Munsters. It's kind of like Munsters meets Winnie the Pooh. Oh my God, I'm Winnie the Pooh. 
suck at you bitches. Wish. <laughs> All right, well, back to me. So Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I was really actively listening and paying attention while thinking. This is so real. Um, I know. Well, I mean, it would have gotten much faster if every time I said "abaratacado," you were like, "Bless, bless you. you." So, <laughs> in this other bad blood podcast. They have now somebody who's worse at Elizabeth Holmes's voice than me doing reenactments of her and Sonny. Oh, it's really bad. I love <laughs> so much. Where's Cher in all of this? I don't know. It's just, hey, ho. Um, but John Carreyrou is a real journalist, no right? Like, he wrote a book. I think he won a Pulitzer Prize. He is great. So then every commercial is like, are you enjoying this? Because we have another podcast where I'm like, you do? What is it? Power, the story of the Maxwells. So this is Ghislaine... Matthews and her family, Ghislaine Maxwell and her family. <laughs> They're bananas. They're crazy bananas. She's the youngest of nine. They are rich and famous. They were. The dad's dead, um, but he came out of nothing, became something, and she was a liar and didn't have any money. And I don't know. I'm only in episode two of that one, but I'm very excited. Then I started I Am Rama, which was about another cult leader. Ooh. They didn't really prove that he was that big of a cult leader. Like, <laughs> he was like, I think you should, he like took all these people and instead of just being like, let's become a cult, he was like, go learn about technology right when the computers were starting. He's like, you're all going to learn how to be computer programmers and we're going to like bless the Lord and whatever. But they all became bazillionaires because they were the first people who understood technology. And so then he would like say to them like, well, what do you think would be fair? Like 50%. Okay, so they would like give him money and stuff. But anyway, and when he gets older, this younger kid starts to like him at college, and he's like, ah. Oh. So Rama's like, you should drop out of school, go home for a little while, get your money together, and then we'll we'll, we'll do whatever we're gonna do. So he goes home and says to his parents, like, I'm doing this. Everybody warned me that Can might call you, which is the Cult Action Network, and just so you know, Mom, they're full of shit. And they're the people that kidnap you from your home and steal you in the middle of the night and try and deprogram you. So don't listen to them. And his mom's like, sounds great. So she goes in the other room, beep, boop, pop, pop. Are you the cult action network? Tell me about it. What do you guys do? Do you kidnap people? No. Do you do this deprogramming? No. Um, so what do you know about this Rama guy? They're like, we'll send you all the information. You can decide. Like, we're not going to do anything. So anyway, it turns out there's like a fringe group that does work for them that are the people that kidnap people and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, years later... Someone buys them out, and you can still call the Cult Action Network, but it's now being answered by members of Scientology. What? <laughs> so this isn't over. This story's not over? That is. It's, it's over in that that guy died, and he doesn't have any more followers. It's just been absorbed by Scientology, and we can't keep yes, Scientology Yes, but you're yet. calling, like, a Cult Action Network <laughs> being answered by a cult. The people from Lulu LuLaRoe <laughs> being Mormons. I mean, it just makes my life so happy. I just love it so much. I don't know it if this is in the LuLaRoe story, but I feel like a lot of those MLM stories, like, they never die, right? They just kind right. of, they keep turning into other versions. <laughs> and they never end, mm -hmm. right? So LuLaRoe went from a billion-dollar industry down to just, like, a $100 million. But they still exist. Mm-hmm. They, someone sent me a, like a Facebook ad the other day, and I was like, "This is a scam. Stop doing this." Meh. Like it, no, they, they never stop. Herbalife, New Skin. You know, they're all like relaunching of the products. And if you get in early and you get enough people underneath you, you do make money. Because there was two women who were both like, 
I still sell the product. I live in a $2 million house. You're like, you're a terrible person. You know what you're doing now and you're continuing to do it. So mm-hmm. you can go fuck yourself. How many people did you eat along the way? Oh, and two of her sons who are not married to each other are, are the leaders too. Jesus. And they're the motivational speakers. <laughs> it's so good. These people are garbage. Oh, it's magical. It is magical. Where would you rank your favorite cult type stories of the past year? I know, because we had the one with Allison Mack from Smallville. Well, so, ah! sorry. The sound in, you heard was a can of worms bursting open. In, in the I Am Rama group, right, is a multimillionaire who was a co producer on What the Bleep Do We Know with the guy who ended up in Nexium. So, Have you ever seen. It's Both always in guys. Philadelphia because you are that meme. <laughs> there is no Karen in HR. <laughs> I'm just saying, they made this movie about like pseudo-sexual, not pseudo-sexual, scientist, <laughs> like, you know, quantum physics, we're all made of space, blah, blah, blah. And then they both went off and ended up in cults. One ended up wealthy. The other one's kind of a sad sack. So, so Emma, you have not finished <laughs> watching Ted Lasso for this week. I'm still in season one, episode five. She's very busy. She edits it. She edits the podcast. For those of you watching TV in real time, Ted Lasso is taking a turn, and I'm not going there. I'm not excited about it at all. What happened? I'm not going to tell you because Emma's watching. Yeah, I'm going to get there. People who know, they know. We still love Roy Kent. He is the best, right? You're in love with Roy at this point. Where are you in the first season? Who is that? Um, They're about to try and get rid of the curse. Yes, I love Roy. You just mm-hmm. anyway. Well, I will not spoil it for you. Yeah. But you are caught up on Nine Perfect Strangers. Nope. But I'll take my headphones off. I'll take my headphones off because I will. I'm gonna watch like tonight before. Nick, I are you caught up on Nine Perfect Strangers? On Nine Perfect Strangers? No, <laughs> I'm not. If there's anyone out there who would like to do a podcast about weekly <laughs> things that are happening and actually watch them. I thought it was about us enjoying a lovely repartee where we just sat nope. down, shot the breeze, you did the nope. homework, and I just copied yours. Well, I know, but all right, Emma, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but just saying that that one has also taken a turn, and I am going with it, so. It's exciting. I decided to go with that turn, too. It's the year of us. Nicole Kidman, so much Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, so much Nicole Kidman. (laughs) Well, and if you're looking for a little art in your life, Metal Shop Masters, if you watch it, Nick's style, which is a new style. This is Julie style. Beginning of the episode, (laughs) you hear what the challenge is. Fast forward till they're done. Look at what they made. Don't even watch it get kicked off because when you go to the next episode, they're you gone. Know. You know. <laughs> so, you know, I watched the blowing glass one. I watched the flower one and I was like, I'll go for it. Oh, I literally in my house yelled out, holy hell. <laughs> this guy made something that like made me go to tears again. These people are real artists. Oh my God, and you're it, just like Aziz Ansari <laughs> in Parks and Recreation, where he was like trying to find something to put in the time capsule. He commissioned some art, then gets obsessed. Yeah, but he didn't even like that piece of art. Yes, he did. No, originally he didn't. He's like, that's not what originally I wanted. Originally he didn't. That doesn't look like what I wanted. <laughs> All right. Well, Julie, I, if I can tell you one thing, it's that that was a very solid impression. <laughs> Aziz. It was. I do love me some Aziz Ansari. Anyway, if you'd like to see some interesting art, watch the show. Or subscribe to my OnlyFans. The timer went off, thank God. It's it's time. <laughs> it's time, Nick. Unless time you did you watch that. anything, Nick? I told you I watched the US Open. I asked I'd, you about the US Open. You didn't tell me crap. I had to bring that up as a gift to you so I didn't just talk for 30 minutes straight. Okay, did you watch anything this week that I haven't brought up already? Anxiety. 
jump back on to manifest. Oh. And got immediately overwhelmed and jumped back uh, off. (laughs) (laughs) Is this your own conversion therapy? (laughs) Essentially, yeah. Um, No, speaking of conversion therapy to gay, I'm not trying to convert. I simply can't, and no one can. Death to conversion therapy. But it's interesting. I went out with a um, friend of mine right before the Rhinestones performance at the pool, and it is just absolutely wild how I have two drinks in me. Suddenly, Grinder is like a palace, and I'm sending all of these messages, giving people my number and telling them I'm on this app infrequently. So I wake up the next day to all these messages, and I'm like, well, I've made so many mistakes. <laughs> just made so many mistakes. Because the man who sent those messages is a little boy now, and he's not ready for this. <laughs> so I, I showed up. I showed up at this event, and Nick's like, ah! He's like, I've been pre-gaming. I was like, okay. I didn't say it like that. I said it gayer. <laughs> shimmy, 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 shimmy. No, I said, hey, how are you? And then I was like, I've been pre-gaming because you were like, why is this happening you, you to did me? did not say, hey, how are you? You said, how <laughs> Yeah, because we. I never get to see you. Okay, is my, is my mom here? <laughs> is my Has my mother arrived on the podcast? <laughs> Well, thank She's God it sounds like it's Hi, time Mom. for Tweet of the Week. <laughs> so many of them are Lou LaRich. Um, so please watch that, you guys. I would, I, I will watch it three more times. And we you can talk that about it. Amazon? Like, Amazon Prime. Four episodes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm not overstating it. If you like these sorts of things, this is a winner. So someone tweeted about this, but I screenshotted it and it went away. Oh, and at the time they were called, number one was called Startup. Two was called Show Up, three was called Blow Up, and four was called Episode Four. But now it's changed <laughs> to Toe Up, so. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do the ophthalmologist version of Tweet of the Week? Yes. Yep. All right. This is, a, this is a two-parter. Oh, first, do you guys know what sapio, sapi, sapiosexual is? When you're attracted to someone's intelligence. Correct. So Steve Hernandez t- tweeted, I don't usually talk about this, but here we are. Here we go. 9-11 is when I figured out I was sapiosexual. And Solomon Giorgio wrote, so two tragedies happened that day? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys know what Joel Olstein looks like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Garrett McClintock said, I saw somebody said that Joel Olstein looks like Martin Short pretending to be Tim Allen, and I can't unsee it now. <laughs> Hard without a visual. Should have just let you see it. One no, or it's two. True. It's definitely one, but not one. because of the lack of visual. One. Emma, you agree? Oh, yeah. Did you guys watch Trixie and Katya watching um, He's All That? Yeah. Yeah. And talking about how terrible it was. Mm-hmm. So Entertainment Tonight tweeted, Addison Ray signs multi-film Netflix deal after He's All That debut. Trixie Mattel Jesus tweeted, Christ. what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> one or two. <laughs> One. One. Wow, you guys are pretty solid on this one. <laughs> At Fucked Up Mike tweeted, Bernie Sanders should be forced to give away 90% of his birthday cake. Oral Matlow wrote, have you ever been to a birthday party, Mike? That's what happens. That's you dumbass motherfucker. <laughs> You're so smart. <laughs> one or two. Two. <laughs> Nicholas? I'm going to stick with one. What? <laughs> Sorry, I mean two. No, you can do whatever you want. That might be... Can I? 
I'm going to say I'm don't sorry. Fire, okay. That's <laughs> I'm going to come to your house on your birthday <laughs> and set you on fire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is, I think this is the last one. I must share my screen. So these gays say, anytime you have to say it's not incest, technically, that's not great, Ryan. <laughs> oh train wreck cotton candy said the Lulu Row documentary, no context. <laughs> <laughs> One or two. Oh, wait, sorry. There were more. I knew they were here. Forget it. We're still here. Don't look. Wait, you're looking. No, look. Don't look away. Nope. I guess you have to look. Shit. Fuck balls is my new favorite saying. All right, so we have two girls standing on a boat, and it says, when you take your daughters fishing in Florida and they catch their first cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is the last one. Sam Sand, oh, sorry, one or two. Apologies, apologies. You said this is the last one? I'm going to say one. I don't remember what anything is anymore. I know, I (laughs) fucked it all up. There were the, just just before this were the gays talking about incest. Uh Uh-huh. And, and then before Bernie. that, you were still staying with Bernie or the... Um, oh, yeah. I like birthday cake still. Trixie Mattel. Putting together a Lulu Row PowerPoint presentation. Because she's my girl. <laughs> okay. So Sam Sanders, you guys know who he is. He um, hosts a podcast yeah, for... Yeah. Um, it's been a minute. He's mm-hmm. awesome. So he's doing the different voices of each um, social media. Twitter, I'm mad. Instagram, I'm hot. TikTok, I can dance. Facebook, I think I hate most of the people I grew up with. (laughs) (laughs) So accurate. So one or two, those are our last ones. These other ones are not that funny. (laughs) I think, I think birthday cake's still my number one with a close runner up of the, if you have to say it's not incest or whatever that one. (laughs) (laughs) It was a tough week for tweets, people. I mean, people are doing the best they can. Yeah. (laughs) Take it, it to the, the runway, 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 take it to the runway, runway, have a girl, put your face in the water, let your whole body talk well like that one better. Now, did either of you watch Drag Race Holland? I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fucking... I'm going to play by the fucking rules. <laughs> fucking rules. Oh, my God, because fucking Vivaldi brought a phone. Like, scandal, bitch. So this is good, because we'll be able to tell Emma. So Vivaldi says one not even that big of a deal thing to Vanessa Van Cartier, who then loses her goddamn mind. She goes fucking insane. Like, he's like, I just, she doesn't do well in the challenge, and then she's, like, telling the crew member and telling someone else, and he's like, ugh, she has to tell everybody everything. That's all he says. Yeah. Two hours later, she's still screaming at him. The next day, she's still mad at him. You're fucking arrogant. We fucking hate you. You're a fucking liar. And you, we both know. So at some point, he showed her that he has an illegal phone. And so she's like, well, I'm telling everybody now. Oh, my God. So then they're on the runway. And Fred is pissed. Furious. Absolutely furious. That's a new look like, for Fred. Have we, we haven't seen him pissed, really. He's so, he's so jovial. Well, I don't even know if it's real, but... <laughs> Did you think it was real? Just get on the horn and say, You've got to punish this. This cannot stay. Well, so here's the great. Okay, so here it is. Let's see if you can hear this. Hotel. It uh, 
had een illegale telefoon bij me. I had an illegal phone in my position. En ik ga mij niet verschuilen achter excuses. Ik weet dat het niet mocht. Ik heb het toch gedaan. I'm not gonna hide behind excuses. Ik, uh, I did it anyway. I know. Dat het oneerlijk is. John, to son, this is Queen and to you. Sorry daarvoor. Sorry. Mijn excuses. Ik ben niet zagrijnig. Want je bent een fierce queen. Maar echt play by the fucking rules. They added a little extra in there. But it really was shocking to have him just be like, to play by the fucking rules. So yeah, I mean, asked, I'm honestly shocked that they did not um, DQ her. So they ask everybody, what do you think? And they're all like, well, you have a fierce queen. I love you very much, but she should probably go home. And yeah. next person, what do you think? I'm sorry. I'm sorry this happened. You're amazing, but you should probably leave. And what about you? Also amazing. Get out. And they're like, you stay. <laughs> it doesn't make It's insane. Sense. So Vivaldi's going to win, clearly now. It's so devastating. It's just because she's young and relatively cute. And they were like, well, this old bitch can't stay. So they got rid of Tabitha. Oh, poor tap. So this week, Emma, they were doing like an acting challenge where they had to read like the fastest teleprompter in the history of the world. <laughs> you can see why Keta and My Little Pony were in love. They work very well together and they're adorable. I'm over this Jimbo Vivaldi look of hers. Look how fast, look how much, look how much that is. That's a lot. Good Lord. <laughs> Tabitha <laughs> looking amazing. <laughs> so then on the runway, they had to do opposites and they could choose. So Tabitha did from a wedding to a funeral. I thought she looked great. Looks very simple. Yeah. She looks like a moose in real life. She looks amazing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. <laughs> She's amazing. No, she looks like one of those partially decayed bodies that you see in the first five seconds of SVU. She's got better legs than I do. She's got better You know, her legs are great. great those legs. don't decay as quickly as the face. Science. So Vanessa Van Cartier was death and life. And this is her blooming on the right side. So the death one I wasn't in love with just because it's like Dia de los Muertos if you shopped at like Halloween Spirit, one of those pop-up stores. You know? Yeah, I don't, and I don't, the red thing doesn't scream life to me, but. It does not, no. Vivaldi did Cupid and Cupid don't. <laughs> Which like doesn't make sense, but she looks cute. Totally. You know? Maleficent, but also um, the one that everyone loved, if only I could say (laughs) the rest of my sentence, from the most recent season of RuPaul's Drag Race, standard season, America. um, Crystal Methan? No, not the very most recent. All-Stars? No, got Methan. No, uh, the regular. Yes, so the tall, skinny one who everyone loved and everyone hated because of the Oh, wait, Utica? Utica, for the love of God, thank you. Oh, my God. That was uh, painful. She, that was so painful. She kind of looks like Utica's demon performance when she inexplicably won against Tina Turner, who Tina turned it. Um, Tina Turner was on Drag Race? What did I say? Tina, Tina Burner. Turner. Whatever. I just, I'm finished. Are you? Can't do this anymore. So Keta Minaj did yin and yang. And Emma, what you don't know is these both outfits are going to reveal. I definitely know it with the white one. <laughs> I didn't. I was just like, that's funny. <laughs> My little poony. What is this? Right here? Nothing great. It's like, this is all I have left. I feel like, you know, I'm out of clothes. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be here this long. 
No, she seems very self-possessed. I'm sure she definitely thought she would make it here. But this is what happens when you put a top in Drag Race. They just don't have the skill. So everybody says, fuck you, Vivaldi. And they keep her anyway. Her makeup is magic, though. That looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, Keta wins, and she deserves it. So then they do a song by this person who's sitting here, and they're all like, you're going to slam it. This song is a jam. This song is not a jam. (laughs) (laughs) This is just not a jam. And for me in front of her is embarrassing. (laughs) I do think it was very appropriate that when Tabitha was sent home, which was bullshit, she was wearing a shirt that said bullshit. Yeah, she like reveals this horrible, it's not even a leotard, it's like a wrestling singlet. And it was like her underwear was coming out the side. Oh, God. It was not a good last look for her. But she feels good about herself. She didn't think she'd make it this far, so bye. Were we not going to talk about the mini challenge where they literally oh, had God. bare asses? <laughs> no, I didn't take any pictures of that. was my favorite part. Was it? Tell us all about it. So they had sort of like a matching game. They literally had the matching on the back of their bare asses. They were in straps since they would reveal it. Painted on it. Yeah. No, they tattooed them. They're forever branded. <laughs> they were. They are <laughs> objects. They're not Next people. Nexium. They had the Nexium tattoo. <laughs> branding's on their back. No, they're merely cattle. They're gay cattle for the queens to consume. I mean, you can speak for your community. I don't want to be more outraged for your community than you are, but do you think that men are ever going to be tired of being the pit crew? I don't know. I mean, I definitely see the argument of, you know, we're talking about the over-sexualization and, you know, objectifying women, and we're doing the same thing here. But it does feel like, in most instances, men have more of a voice than historically women have had when they've been put in similar situations. Yes. Where it's like men are able to use this to their advantage, and they've realized that they're being objectified, but it also helps them for their career, not... I have to put up with this in order to get farther in my career. I mean, these guys aren't going anywhere. These fucking pit crew dudes. But you know, if they said to you like, Emma, we'd like you in this RuPaul's sucking Mm -hmm. on that dick. Like Emma, you're going to be in this um, this episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. We're going to have you in a bikini, and we're going to paint symbols on your butt and make you show your butt to everybody. I will say this: if I saw like a bunch of swimsuit models that were women or at least like feminine framed who were put in that situation i would be outraged but when it's dudes it's just like i mean honestly like fuck dudes as in i would like to fuck some of those dudes (laughs) no you wouldn't i had a three-week window and i wasn't emotionally ready now here we are so next week on holland they have (laughs) to play each other they have to be the other person in like a roast they have to dress up as if they were that person of the four i'm pumped i'm very excited it's gonna be like puppets come to life yeah so we've got keta my little Pony, vivaldi and vanessa von cartier are the four left it feels like keta's gonna win right now i know i'm still rooting for just fine same Let's do these categories. Let's do these categories. All right. What categories do we want? Yeah. What are our options of categories? Uh, well, we had a lot, but I think I've chosen thoughts you had today, type of drink, places to hook up, four-letter word, place to travel, and fictional characters. Wow. I think it's going to be good. Nice. <laughs> All right. I'm a dinosaur. Who else is coming to play? I'm a swallow. That's more apt for Nick, obviously, but I'm a nice Jewish girl. 
No, I don't swallow. I'm worried about um, HPV. God. Okay, Nicki Minaj. Runners <laughs> for the boys in the booming system. What are you? I'm, wor- I'm working. Besides somebody who can't not knock his microphone. Everything's fine. <laughs> We're doing amazing. It's starting. You're a louse. <laughs> I'm a louse. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Uh, the letter is L. 55 seconds left. Like what? Nailed it. I like the letter L. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, we got tons of time left. Is this right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you give us longer than 60 seconds? No, it's 60 seconds. I swear. <laughs> swear you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thoughts you had today. <laughs> Julie said lies. Nick the Louse says life is honestly like a lot. And I said, <laughs> let's go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Type of drink. We've got lemonade, lychee juice, and leche, which is Spanish for milk. <laughs> <laughs> Places to hook up the lounge, the library, and the lumber yard. <laughs> we are Got to get that. <laughs> Got to get that. Wood. <laughs> Four-letter word, lick, load, limp. Points all around. Load is from Nick, obviously. (laughs) Lick my limp dick so I can drop my load in you. Gross. No one asked you to make a sentence. All right. Places to travel, Laos, Loveland, and Lima, Peru. I'm not Lima, Ohio. Let me make sure. (laughs) Fictional characters, Luke from General Hospital, Luna Lovegood, and Liz Lemon. (gasps) Woo! Liz Lemon should be a double word score, but they don't do that. <laughs> so should Luna Lovegood, but. Thank you. All right. Thank next you. round. What's our letter? What's our letter? The letter is F. Fuck. <laughs> so that's that's my thought for the day. Don't <laughs> steal it. Emma, I feel like you did a lot more time this time. <laughs> I didn't. I think we're getting easier letters. Last week we got We like are. You. Yeah. <laughs> though i almost didn't make it in time for that one all right (laughs) thoughts you had today fun fuck this honestly and forget it (laughs) (laughs) fun is not a fine it's fine oh no we both we all said fresca (laughs) i love fresca Fire pit around. <laughs> like around the fire pit, not in the fire pit. Uh, on a football field and on a futon, which I think is really the only reasonable answer, but I think they all Yeah, count. Nick, I'm sure there's like some teen romance movie where they fool around on the football field, but. My, yeah. The romance is called literally my life. Uh, Four letter word, free, foul, frat. Cool. Nailed it. Places to travel, Florida, Finland, and Fez, and fictional characters, Francis the Talking Mule. Man, Julie's what? That's all for Julie's answers have a story. <laughs> 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 Louise the Louse said Fran Fine, and Fred Woo. Flintstone, apropos for the dinosaur. If only you guys got double words, curse, but you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so much easier to remember the alliterative ones. All right. I feel like everything's pretty even so far. <laughs> Yeah. Our letter is M. All right. Thoughts you had today. (laughs) Meh from the swallow. 
My pants are far too tight from none of the Nick Potter. And I was on the line and I was wearing <laughs> black tight jeans. Gross. And my God from Emma. <laughs> Type of drink. <gasps> Swallow no. and Laos cancel each other out with mocha. And I have That milk. puts Emma in the lead. <laughs> yeah. Milk, which is English for milk. All right. Places to hook up. <laughs> Mattress mall in my bed. <laughs> I feel like my bed and mattress are the same. Uh, yeah, they're different words, so I guess they both count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the M in my is not really an answer, but I guess fire wouldn't work either. Yeah, <laughs> fire pit around. <laughs> <laughs> Four-letter word, mink, mule, mint. Places to travel, Montana, Morocco, and Moscow. Good job, not. Thank you for giving that to me, Emma. Fez. And then uh, fictional characters, we got Minnie Mouse, Michael Myers, still no double word scores, and Masha from Perfect <laughs> Strangers. All right, so this is our fourth round, right? We have to unseat Emma. Round four, letter O. Don't I get to win because I finish first every time? <laughs> <laughs> you get to feel better about yourself. That your mind Goodness, is I need it. You're sharper than us. 12 seconds. Oh, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. I know, I feel like last week you guys weren't even finishing. I <laughs> know, no, here we are. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> Thoughts you had today. Julie, oy vey. Oy vey. Oh, no. Emma. Oh, no. Oh, brother. <laughs> or, <laughs> having a great oh, time. brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we Type both picked Regina. <laughs> Nick and Emma no. <laughs> X each other out with Orangina. Julie won that one with I thought you were gonna put. I thought you were going to put orange juice. Everyone thought everyone was going to pour orange juice. <laughs> Incorrect. I thought everyone was going to put Ovaltine. <laughs> Places to hook up. Nick! Nick and Julie both got outside, and Emma didn't know, so she just said, oh, no. <laughs> I no points. Oh, wow. That. We both said oust. You said oust also? You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I was so proud of myself. That's like my one Scrabble word. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just so so fucking open. <laughs> Sorry, I just went with oh, yeah. it. Seems oh, it is, yeah. So those are two options. Um, places to travel, Ohio, Oslo, and Oregon. Nice. <laughs> Julie's not going far. <laughs> I haven't left the 275 loop since the pandemic started. Hey, did I haven't you done also put game. Loveland? Montana. <laughs> no, I did Montana. I did. <laughs> And fictional characters, we got Othello, Oswald, and Opie. Oswald is a cartoon. Yeah, I know. Octopus. octopus. Okay, do you know? Do you know? Okay, cool. All right, final round. God damn, son of a... (laughs) The letter is U. Oh, no. (laughs) I think I'm going to get three of these. (laughs) Good. I must win something. My life is so small. Oh, there was a real Three. person. Ooh. <laughs> e- e- oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you guys are really having big thoughts today. Might have all been one word. <laughs> <laughs> thoughts you had today, Julie. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Nick. No, it was an Emma. Uh. <sighs> How's it go? <sighs> <laughs> Underneath it all, we're all just bones. There's Nick, and unfortunately, this is the way it is, says Emma. <laughs> Type of drink, urine from Julie. <laughs> no, that is not. <laughs> you, you can put drink ultra urine. Michelob. You can. 
Then we both get it. That feels fine. Uh-huh. No. If you are dying on a boat, you would drink your urine. It's, it's, um, what's the word? Sterile. Uh-huh. You can drink urine. It is sterile. Yeah, it's fair. Not enjoyable. Places to hook up. Under oh, no. Julie. Under the bleachers. Under the bleachers. <laughs> because I was at the football field. <laughs> under the table, Emma got. <laughs> Four letter word. Ugly Olna. Nick didn't make it. I'm so sorry. Uh, places to travel. Emma didn't make it, but Julie and Nick are going to Utah and Uganda. Woo! Fictional They're characters. really cool to gaze Julie is there. the only one that got one with underdog. <laughs> and Emma and Nick failed. Oh, my God. This is really close. I don't know. I think you won, Emma, still, but. Let's see. Oh, the, no, the swallow, swallow one. one. <laughs> <laughs> yes! My life is so small. <laughs> but her trophy is the biggest. It was very close. So Julie got 26. I got 24. Y'all ready for this? It's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, are you guys going to try and watch the Lula Rich documentary? Or, yeah, oh, 100%. Week? Yes. Okay. So, we can have deep dives next week on Lula Rich from Amazon Prime. You'll be up on Ted Lasso. Maybe not. Probably not. Because you're still closer. in season one. You'll be up on Nine Perfect Strangers. Oh, yeah. And The Challenge. Oh, yeah. Perfection. Nick, you'll just try and be conscious for the podcast. I'll just, you know, I'll do my best. <laughs> I watched Manifest. I know, but you said then you put it back down, so it's not like encouraging me that you want to watch it and like talk about it. Correct. <laughs> I mean, I will watch it if you want to. No, please don't. All right, so everybody has homework except me. Maybe I'll start watching Manifest. I don't know. We'll, well catch the up. shows will just keep coming. Um, Emma, they are doing um, Love on the Spectrum season two comes out September twenty first. That's exciting. Did September you watch 21st. that first? Oh, yeah, it's all piling. You up. have a lot to watch. <laughs> Um, Nick, did you watch the first season? People on the Spectrum dating? No. I highly recommend it. It is one of the more joyful things that is on TV right now, I think. So. Yeah. Speaking of on the Spectrum, let me talk about me for a second. I think I might have autism. Just because Nancy said it once? That fucking bitch. As a question? Sky was recently diagnosed with autism and sometimes she has difficulty speaking and like you know how sometimes like when I get into those moments where I'm mute I have to throw something up in the air she was like well that's stimming and I'm like oh no I, once again as my very wise mother said you are not a diagnosis you are a person that's true everybody does some form of stimming if you make your hands go back and forth if you rub your fingers if you squeeze your hands we all do stimming we all follow schedules. We are all, on, it's a spectrum. So we're all on yeah. it. So are you autistic? I, who cares? Do you have some characteristics? Yes. Do I? Does Emma? Does everyone? Yes. So be upset about it. Don't be upset about it. But just please know that the answer is yes. And we are all, all of us are. I'm not upset about it. I'm like, nothing wrong with being autistic as long as it's not affecting me personally. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, if it makes you feel better to label the things that are going on, that's fine, too. I hate too. labels, no. Because, like, <laughs> yes, I'm gay, but if someone's getting more attention than me at a party, will I have sex with their female friend? Yes. I will, and I have. There are tests that you can take if you want. If you want to find out. Only because the only thing I think that's great about finding out is then their resources become available to you 
that wouldn't have already been. But you can explore those resources on your own now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the if only your thing coping would be mechanisms like- are not bringing you joy, like if you're ashamed of them or embarrassed or they're overtaking your ability to do your life. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't give a shit about those. I was like retracing my steps on the line today because, like, I do have OCD. And Tommy was like, what was that, man? I was like, oh, a debilitating mental illness. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, anyway, I'm going to head to the walking. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, I've got OCD. Remember when I was telling you, like, you were going through a hard time? It's like I had to take three weeks off because I went, like, completely cuckoo for Cocoa Buffs. Yeah, that's the thing. He was like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I was like, you don't need to be sorry for anything besides that this beekeeper is taking you 15 minutes. <laughs> Where the hell is my chiffon? <laughs> well, maybe you'll watch Love on the Spectrum and see if you see any of you in there. I definitely saw a lot of me in there. The actressy girl who's like, I'm never leaving the house. I really felt like we were kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting how anxiety does sort of foster agoraphobia. Because why would you ever want to be out there? Well, I did have, um, I was driving and I like to listen to like pump up music before I go teach my high energy dance Yeah, because you're a hype man. I am. Oh my God. I was killing it to Ludacris's <laughs> rollout the other day. I got caught nice. by somebody in class and I was like, yes. <laughs> anyway, but I was driving out yesterday. I don't remember. And uh, somehow the Lion King came on the original broadcast, Broadway, not the music. Not the music. <laughs> And I sang, I cried, I took an extra lap around, not getting there too early to sing more. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's right. I literally spent years performing musicals for myself instead of going out with real life people. <laughs> and I thought, well, look how far I've come. Then I came home right after class and I was like, oh, Newsies, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> so. From the top oh, places. Right. <laughs> I know no one else is here, Emma. Oh, and I got new glasses. So in my 30s, I wear contacts every day, all day, because I can't really see. I have a pretty bad astigmatism in one eye, and I'm nearsighted in both. Then I started taking this dance class. And when you have astigmatism contacts, you can't get the daily ones, so they last for three months. You can't just, like, throw them away. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't dance with them in because the sweat would get in there, and they would start to burn and really hurt my eyes. So I just stopped wearing them. And I like just didn't, I lost my glasses and I just was like, eh, it's not so bad. So I got some new glasses this week from Warby Parker. They're way too large. I love them. They're great. And uh, I'm like, oh my God, look at the world. It's so clean. clean. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I'm going like to rate this episode uh, 92 of us. Yes. <laughs> Wait, I have a different score. Do you want to put it in the chat? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put it in the chat. It's a 100. I rated it a 100. All right. Well, I, I hope you that you guys live less full lives this next week so that you can watch all the terrible <laughs> TV that I watch. And then, you know, I'm going to watch like 19 other things, although I will watch the Lulu Rich again because I was only half paying attention. But it was so good. <laughs> so good. So catching up on everything next week. Great to see you guys. Um, if you want to hear more of our ramblings, we do an awesome podcast called Blurg About 30 Rock, which is just getting funnier and funnier. I think that show is just <laughs> funny. Check us out on takespod.com or the Blurg podcast. Um, we hope you guys have a great week. Everything's really heavy. We're just trying to have some fun. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> 
Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank.